Hey, what's up, everyone? You're listening to The Man Reinvented Show. I'm your host, Scott Taylor. I'm a former door-to-door salesman who gave up a six-figure income that I earned in just four months out of the year to pursue my passion of making a bigger impact in the world. This is the podcast where I talk with amazing people making big changes to fulfill their deeper purpose. Let's get into today's episode. to the Man Reinvented Show. Um, this is Scott Taylor. I'm the sales ninja. At least that's what I'm going to start calling myself soon. Or I just started calling myself. <laughs> um, I've got an amazing guest on with me. Um, this guy has done marketing videos and ads for some of the top um, influencers online in the world. I mean, I'm talking like Russell Brunson, Grant Cardone, um, Brenda Bouchard, the list goes on and on. Um, this guy is amazing. He brings it home. He, he teaches people how to make videos. Um, you can find him at the videoadbootcamp.com forward slash free training. He gives you a $297 training for free here. So go check it out. Um, the link will be in the show notes. But uh, Kevin Anson, why don't you introduce yourself really quick? What's up? Thanks for having me, guys. Um, so yeah, absolutely. I've been doing videos for a really long time, and I just absolutely love it. It's one of those, man, I consider myself kind of like an artist, where if I haven't made a video in a few days, like I start to crave it, like I crave that creativity. And so videos are sort of my outlet for you know um, letting my creativity out. And so it's just... Luckily, it's been something that I that's allowed me to uh, start, you know, create a career with and been able to pay the bills with. And so it's been really cool. Um, and working with some of the companies that I've worked with, I, I mean, just super blessed. And uh, yeah, like companies like Mercedes, before Russell and all these influencers, it was like Mercedes Benz and Costco and Chase Bank and Citrix and all these uh, amazing, amazing companies. Yeah, the corporate companies. <laughs> and um you know, I've sort of like transitioned out of that, um, at least temporarily, but the money was great. I mean, I, I would go back to it in a second because a lot of these big companies, they do, they have a lot, uh, a lot of marketing budget to throw at videos. When you tell them it's something like, Hey, we're going to make a testimonial video for you. We'll fly out. You know, it'll be about 15, 20 grand. They go, sounds good. Just send us a 50% de- deposit and we'll get it started. It's just like no brainer. Some of them are all the way up to like 50 grand, you know? So, um, mm-hmm. it was a fun industry to be in, but it was a lot of work, you know, a lot of, um, coordination and, making sure that like changes to you just like constantly making changes and like, uh, but it was, it was a blast. And so now I'm, uh, I'm sure they have some pretty hard deadlines in that world. Oh yeah. Tons of, tons of hard deadlines. And, um, you know, but it's, it, it was a lot of fun, but now I'm kind of focused more on the, um, educational space, like educating people on how to create videos, uh, the way that I do. Cause I've worked with some of these amazing companies and influencers like, you know, Russell and Grant and uh, Brandon Burchard. So, uh, I've learned a lot specifically. Like I tell people I laugh cause it's like before, th- before three years ago, uh, for 14 years or no, sorry for what's the math 12 years. I didn't know what I was doing. Like I just was making videos cause I thought it was cool, but I didn't understand the psychology behind like what caused people to actually click and watch, um, you know, the videos so that way, it, you know, it drives action. They buy the thing or they click on the thing, whatever it is. So I learned a lot of that in the last three years. And so that's kind of what I'm teaching people now. And, uh, you know, parlaying that information into my courses and my yeah, when I first, uh, when I first heard about you, it was a couple of mutual friends introduced me to you. And, 
I think you were saying you used to sit at like the, the round tables of Russell Brunson's when they're like coordinating stuff. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> for about a year and a half, almost two years, I was uh, in their marketing meeting every morning and, uh, it wasn't, I wasn't physically there. Um, uh-huh. I, have, I have of course gone to Boise and hung out with all them many, many times, but every morning it was like, I was in the marketing meetings. We're on zoom. We're hanging out. We're talking about funnels and ads and marketing strategy and what we're doing this week and email lists. Like it, just learning everything. I'm just soaking it all in. And so uh-huh. it was just, yeah. Learning from the master himself, Russell Brunson, the, the sales psychology King. Holy crap. That's amazing. Yeah, And he's such a, they're just such great people too. I mean, you can't, you couldn't ask for a better like human being to be running that company. He just is uh-huh. just the most father and, and CEO and friend. He's a great guy. Yeah. Well, that's, that's awesome, Kevin. Um, I think we kind of got into your, I mean, your backstory with my audience, I'm trying to find people that are like stuck in a career, stuck somewhere where they're wanting to reinvent themselves. Hence the word reinvent, you know, man reinvented. Um, so can you kind of share a story in your, in your past where, where you kind of had to make a huge transition um, and you, you basically reinvented yourself. I mean, you're this amazing like video guy now, but take us back to where things were tough. Yeah. I mean, I was in the corporate world for about seven years. And so um, I definitely know what it's like. And actually that's not even that long for some people, but like I was in it long enough, seven years to where I was like, I got to get out of here. Like I can't, get up in the morning every morning and like get ready and drive down to San Diego an hour away and like, you know, punch the clock and make someone else money. I was just burnt out. I couldn't do it anymore. And so slowly in the back end of, uh, you know, at at nights, late nights. And then sometimes, uh, during the day when I was working, when I had some downtime, I was trying to sort of build my business and, uh, any advice that I do have for people who are kind of thinking in this way right now, it's like, I would highly recommend getting into some sort of a service based business, at least to get started with, Cause if you're trying to create like maybe a physical product or you're going to invent something like the traction on that, it takes, it takes a lot longer to get traction um, and actually start making money, especially when you have a full-time job. So get into like a service-based business, you know, like whatever, whatever you're good at, you know, building websites or, um, like editing, editing videos or right. Editing, editing videos. And so that's kind of how I got started. And so I would just, uh, I would reach out to people in my network, um, whether it was business owners or friends or anyone who owned a business. And I would just say, Hey, you know, do you want, you want me to make you a video for your company? And I would either offer them a free sample or I would create something for super inexpensive because if you don't have any samples to show people like, Hey, look at this video I made for this chiropractor down the street, like check it out. Like if you don't have at least that, so you can show people what you're, what you're capable of doing it's a lot harder to sell them on why they should hire you. Right. Cause they're always going to say, Oh, can I, can we see some of your work? And so I did that with uh, a lot of businesses um, early on in the beginning uh, when I was, uh, when I, I was laid off. So I didn't have a choice, but uh, I started doing that. Actually, when I did work for someone in the corporate world, I was doing that a little bit, doing some side projects here and there. And so I started to kind of build up my confidence. I built up my, um, my resume of work, and so, uh, eventually I just, I had like a handful of videos that I had created for businesses and I didn't make a lot of money doing those. It was like a time investment. Right. But I was able to show now those videos to other companies and I'd be like, you know, Hey, you guys want to make a video? And I will just, you know, make up a price or I would try to price myself somewhere in the middle of what other people are charging. You guys want a video? I'll make you one for 1200 bucks, you know, in one minute video and 
sure enough, some guy said yes. And I was just like ecstatic. You know, I like call my wife. I'm like, somebody said, yes, they're going to pay me $1,200, $600 up front. Like, oh my gosh. You know, and I go out there on a Saturday and I work my tail off and get the video done. And then, uh, you know, and it just kept growing and growing and growing. And of course I was still, I still had my full-time job that I was doing, but I was also doing this on the side and taking on freelance projects and editing projects. So I was, you know, up at night. So any extra money I was making was, was gravy. It was like vacation money. And it was, maybe we had some bills that we needed to pay off or some debt or whatever. It was like extra gravy. So it was, uh, yeah, and that's how it got started. And then when I did get laid off, I was way more uniquely positioned to actually go out and um, start a business because I had already had that experience a little bit beforehand. So I think it's like people think in their mind, they go, well, I can't just quit my job. Like, well, yeah, you probably can't like that wouldn't be smart, especially if you have kids. Like you can't just walk in tomorrow and quit. It's like, what's your plan? Like you have to have like a, there has to be a little bit of an overlap where you have your job and then you have your business that you kind of start right at the tail end of your job. You have to start it up. So you get a little bit of traction, get some clients, maybe a little bit, you're making maybe 500 to a thousand bucks a month. You got something going on. So you know that people want this thing that you have to offer. And then it makes it a lot easier to kind of make that jump. Now, Kevin, you don't, you don't, you still do free stuff, right? I remember watching a, a Facebook live a couple of weeks ago with you and Alex and you're like, I just sent a free video into what who Grant Cardone or was it yeah. Brendan Burchard? Yeah. If I want a client bad enough, I just go after him. And that was Grant Cardone. I, uh, I messaged Jared Glant on Instagram cause he follows me somehow miraculously. I uh, messaged him. Is that a guy that works for Grant? He works for Grant. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. And so uh, he's like his right hand man. Like he's oh, always okay. next to Grant all the time. So I messaged him. It's like, Hey man, um, you know, I'm not doing as much stuff for click funnels anymore. I got some extra time. Would you guys be interested in, you know, doing some ads or anything like that? And so, um, he messaged me back like two days later. Uh, plus in that, in that message, I said, I'll do some samples for you guys for free to show you guys what I can do. And that was of course attractive to him. Had I sent him a message just to said, Hey man, can you guys hire me for some video work? He probably never would have responded, but I was like, Hey, I'll give you some free samples. Who could say no to that? So I did. I spent, I probably invested about two days worth of my time in that made, made an ad. I made a, a video for their Instagram and, um, he got back to me. He was like, dude, super impressed. Grant saw the video. He loved it. And then now they're running ads with that video right now. It's probably selling hundreds of books for all I know. I don't see their, their which Facebook one is that? End. Which ad is that? It's the one for uh, sell or be sold and sell um, or be sold. He just recently yeah. launched that. What? Like a month or so ago. Yeah. Like a month or so ago. Okay. And so I think I've seen like, some ads for it. And then, so sure enough, like they, uh, they hired me and then they, they wired me uh, five grand, which is a 50% deposit on a project they want to do. So $10,000 project. And so the video paid for itself, right? It more so than paid cool. for itself, my investment of time. So, yeah. So cool, man. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, people that are starting out there, guys, I mean, don't, don't, don't hesitate to offer some free stuff to kind of make, you know, at least get some testimonials or, you know, get your stuff out there. People don't know you. I mean, you've got to kind of get your foot in the door and here is Kevin Anson worked for all the big dogs on online and he's still doing some free stuff to show people what, what he can do. But um, yeah, I mean, it's a, even to this day, I still do it, but I think, you know, for a lot of the people who are still stuck in that, um, you know, in the job that you just kind of want to get out of, uh, there's lots of potential and there's lots of things that you can offer other people online that a lot of people don't want to do. And it might be a skill that you have to kind of learn in the beginning. Um, but as long as you're one step ahead of the client and you like, let's say you want to learn how to build funnels, right? 
get a ClickFunnels account, learn how to build funnels. And then uh, you can offer that to other people like, Hey, I'll build you a landing page for, I mean, even if you have to charge like 250 bucks the first time, you know, so what it takes you what half a day to do it, build a landing page for somebody and sell it to them. And then you get more and more and more clients. You start learning the software better. You're a next thing you know, you're a ninja, you're charging $2,500 for a funnel for somebody. I mean, $5,000. So just start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, uh, I, I want to get into your, uh, like you teach a lot of amazing stuff. I've watched your, your, your free course like three times. Like, I think I'm in your little feed. I think I've signed up three times for it. Cause I thought, Oh crap, this is so amazing. Your ad like just pulls you in and you're nice. like, I need to get this. And so you go log in and you're like, okay, I've, I've seen this already, but I'm going to watch it again. Right. But um, <laughs> one thing I'm trying to, <laughs> and I've tried to implement everything you've said in that video. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of a slow learner, but um, the pattern interrupts. Can you kind of give us, let's go into some pattern interrupts. I did one last night. Did you see my eyeball one? Yeah, that was awesome, man. I, <laughs> you're giving me ideas. That was great. Um, yeah. So on the video side, it's, uh, if you guys are just starting out to like, if you're invisible online, it's a lot harder to get clients um, versus being visible. So one of the things that I did a couple months back was I started doing Facebook lives and I wanted people to know who I was and what I do. Cause otherwise you're just another name on Facebook, right? Like they just see your name in the list. They don't know who you are, or what you do. So I decided I was going to go live and make this sort of a show. So I talk about my experiences and you know, just everything that I do. I'm a video guy. So like almost immediately overnight, it was, it was starting to open up doors for me because people were like, Oh, this guy, he knows his stuff. Like he does videos, he does videos for this person, this person, like he knows ads, he does like, you know, different types of videos. And so people started messaging me and that was my plan of course, was to become more visible. So people would see me as the expert and they would message me. And so, um, the reason I'm telling you guys that is like, uh, going live on Facebook or making, or any channel that you're on, I don't care if it's YouTube or Instagram, like going live, talking about your journey, your experience, what you're doing, like what you're good at. Uh, so you're visible because before that you're invisible. Now you're visible. You're getting out into the world. You're sharing people what you do. Um, it's really important uh, for, for growing a business. So people like, you know, they, people love to watch a journey and they root for you. And so, and they see you, they see that you're a real person, you're likable. Um, and so they start to kind of build a rapport with you. And so as far as pattern interrupts go, like there are a lot of people doing lives online and uh, to get people to stop, the scroll, we call it to stop scrolling on their phone and like watch your stuff. There's the pattern interrupt, which gets people's attention. Um, and so it's like the first two to three seconds of the video where it's like something that's crazy. That's like, it could be like you doing this in front of the camera or like you could be holding your camera selfie style and you like spin around in a circle. Um, or, you know, Scott's seen it where I've done like fire. You guys want me to show you the fire wallet? Yeah. Show us the fire wallet. Is this going to be on video? Yeah. I'm going to put this on YouTube. All right. So this is an actual wallet that I got from a guy at um, Dream 100 Con. So Has it's a he real sold wallet. out of those yet? You know? I hope so. I don't know. I'm trying to help him out. But <laughs> basically, it's like a lighter. You just flick it and it catches on oh fire. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, ah! I can't you know wait until I mean? mine gets here. Yeah, dude. Oh, you bought yours? Yep. Oh, that's so awesome. I'm stoked. Glad to hear that. Yeah. I'm trying to help that guy. out. He's amazing. He has nine kids. I know. And he, that's, that's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy what people can do. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he's an inventor and he invented this, this amazing yeah. 
firewall patter interrupt. It's basically just like this little flint thing on there and you just flick it like this and it just, it fires it up. You just douse it with some lighter fluid, right? Burn, burn my hand. Yeah. So you just douse it with a little bit of Zippo. It has to be this, this Zippo one. Otherwise it doesn't, doesn't work too well. I tried regular like charcoal lighter fluid, you know, it just didn't uh-huh. work out. But anyways, good example of a pattern interrupt, which is, and why is it called a pattern interrupt? It's because people uh, have a normal everyday pattern of scrolling through, um, you know, their feed. It's usually on their phone and they have a pattern of looking through stuff and like they stop on certain things that they like. But if you break up their pattern uh, and you show them something different out of the ordinary where it's fire or it's like somebody doing this to the camera, it stops them for just long enough to where they go, what is this guy doing? Like, and then they click on your what and they're on your video and then they watch it and then, you know, they start to learn from you or whatever. So that's, that's how it works. And so, um, it's just, I can't tell you, like it's, it's makes a tremendous difference as far as the numbers, like it's proven. I see it in my group. Like if I go live and I'm in my car and I just start talking and then, you know, I'll look at the views and I'll get like 96 views right in my group. But if I do something like this, where it's something crazy and weird, I'll get like almost 400 views in my, on my videos. That's like four times the amount. And so even with on the Facebook feed on main, the main Facebook feed, it's just, it's huge. And so people stop, then they watch your video and then they, you know, they start to kind of like relate with you, build rapport with you. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, that's it works. so funny. I, did you see my one where I, I was wearing the, the purple mask with a, with a lighter in front of the camera? I don't think so. No, that's awesome. <laughs> I started a sales training. I've been doing these little sales training videos and I had this purple mask on and I had a lighter on and I had a guy comment, man, I thought this was an ISIS video. <laughs> it frightened me. <laughs> so I don't know, maybe it was Dude. a good thing. Maybe it was a bad thing, but that was my yeah, most but- productive video I've ever done so far. Dude, that's awesome. But plus it's like, it shows that you have a personality that you like to be silly and joke around and you're not so serious and you get on and you have a tie on. You're like, Hello, yeah. everybody. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, like you be, yeah. You got to hang out, have a good time and just be fun. So people like that. Awesome. Yeah. Now, now one, one thing I love about the, the, the stuff you teach Kevin is, is you teach people that they don't have to have all this tech, this expensive, crazy, like awesome tech. Like you can literally start out with your cell phone and a few apps. And I love yep. that you teach that because that's kind of where I'm at. I don't want to spend all this money on this tech and stuff. And so what are some, yeah. uh, what are some like little tidbits about that? Yeah. I mean, if you guys want to get started and uh, start creating videos, all you do, all you need is your phone. We all have cameras in our pockets and uh, that's all you really do need. You don't have to have an expensive um, camera because some of the top influencers that I follow and who I've met like Dean Graciosi or Russell Brunson, um, or, um, uh, Frank Kern, they talk about how some of their best performing ads were shot on their cell phone and yeah. or even on their cell phone when they're in their car. And it's just like, it's profound. It's just crazy because people are seeking authenticity these days. And, um, as soon as you create this huge like production, right? Like if you, let's say you hired actors and actresses, get cameras and lights and a whole script and everyone's, you know, on point and you make this great, like, you know, let's call it a Super Bowl commercial, right? Like people watch it, like they might be entertained, but they're not like drawn into you and your thing and your brand because it's like, they know that they're watching a paid commercial. Like it was, it was produced because there's no authenticity. 
but people are seeking authenticity. Like when you see uh, vlogs online, if you follow like, you know, Casey Neistat or other people who are sharing like their life, um, their, their journey in life. Like they show like, Oh, we're in the backyard with the kids and the pool and blah, blah, blah. And they have a selfie camera. Um, we, we like seek that stuff out because it's authentic. It's real life. And so we like connect with those people on a different level. Like you don't connect with, you know, actors in a commercial in a Budweiser commercial, like, you know, that they're actors, like you don't connect with them on that level. And so as soon as you create an ad where it's just you, you're in your car, maybe you're walking down the street and you're talking about your experience and the thing that you're trying to sell or whatever it is, like people know that you're a real person doing like you're hustling, you're doing the thing. And so those ads just convert better. That's just, uh, just, yeah, it just, it just helps your audience realize that, that you put your pants on one leg at a time, you still go to the bathroom. Like you're real, you're a real person and you have a real life. And a lot of the same crap they're going through, you're going through too. Yeah, exactly. And so it's, uh, it's, it's crazy. And then, you know, I mean, you guys could be, you could shoot an ad, um, right on your phone if you wanted to shoot, you know, do the pattern interrupt thing and then, you know, talk about your message and then, uh, you know, send it up to uh, a website called rev.com, which will send you back a caption script. Uh, cause you want to put captions on your video, especially if you're going to run ads to it. Cause people will, uh, people will watch it with no sound. 84% of people watch videos online with no sound. So as soon as you have really? captions at the bottom that say what you're saying, um, they will, they'll watch your video with no sound, but they'll be able to, to watch it and get your wow. message. And so captions are really, really important, especially if you're going to put ad dollars behind something, you're trying to sell something like you've got to put captions on there. So record your video, upload it to rev.com, like revving your engine, R-E-V, and uh, they'll send you back an SRT file. And then uh, you can open, you can actually use an app on your phone called Veemly. Veemly. Um, I have that. I saw your video and I downloaded it. I don't even know how to use it yet. Yeah. just mess around that. You'll figure it out, but you can upload, you know, bring your video in there and then you can bring the, the captions script in there too and put the captions at the bottom and you're good to go. Is Veemly the one that says in shot? That's in, that's a different one. Veemly is a V E M E L. Oh, maybe I didn't, maybe I didn't get that one yet. So anyways, I saw, a, I saw a video you did and I was like, yeah. man, I got to get those apps. <laughs> yeah. So like, that's what I'm talking about is, you know, doing all this stuff on your phone. You can totally do it. Um, the one I'm actually, familiar with is iMovie. Yeah, iMovie. Yeah, <laughs> iMovie works though. I mean, yeah, it's all. It's like the lowest tech that you can possibly do. Like some people just want to do it on their phone. Like maybe they don't have a home computer. They don't use one. I mean, some people probably don't. I get it. They're on an iPad. Maybe like yep. you can do all the stuff on your phone or on your iPad or on your tablet or whatever you use. Are you Are you very? Do you know Kalen and uh, Brandon Poulin very I well? Do, yeah. I don't know them well, but I've, I've taught, hung out with them before. I'm yeah. pretty sure their first webinar they launched, they did all through an iPhone. Like they did all their videos, all their editing, everything on yep. an iPhone. Yep. Yep. And they, they launched, uh, I don't know what their first year was, but it was in the millions. I think that video, that webinar, last time I talked to them, it was making them about 20 grand a day. That's insane. That, that webinar. Yeah. And it was all about, it was all about her. Like she was the, the act, the, the person, the caller, the actress, but it's her company. So she was the person she was jumping up and down. She's getting all excited. She's like, what's yeah. up guys. All right. We're going to show you some amazing stuff today. Like she was like the entertainment, like it didn't matter yeah. the quality. If you watch the quality of the video, it wasn't great at all. It's like pixelated and uh-huh. you know, it didn't sound that good, but it didn't matter. Like people were watching her and they're learning from her uh-huh. and uh, it captivates them. So, yeah, that's awesome. Well, um, 
I'd like to kind of take things on a different route, unless you want to address a few more things um, with kind of like the low tech. Is there one other thing you think we should, we should talk about in that area or? No, I don't think so. Um, yeah. Using your smartphone is really all you need just to get started. Um, okay. If you guys are afraid to be on camera, I would just say, just start shooting a bunch of videos and don't show them to anybody. I tell people that all the time. Um, if you're afraid to be live or if you're afraid to, to be on camera, just shoot tons of video on your phone, practice just like you had to practice, like, I don't know, any other skill that you learned in your life. Like, you know, you sucked at first and then you got better and better right until you sucked. Oh, yeah. Really good. I'm so, trying to do five lives a week. Nice. And I'm, it's like nail biting, like, you know, yeah. I, by the way, have you done it on your personal profile yet? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You have? Okay. Yeah, I've done 10 so far just cause I'm in a launch, uh, my course launched on Monday. So leading oh, up, to okay. Super, but I've done 10 in the last. How's like, been your response going into your personal profile? It's been amazing. Yeah. People are I starting. Knew you, I knew you'd just blow up, man. <laughs> I remember I was in your group and you're like, I'm kind of hesitant to go out there, you know? And then I was like, do it, man. Yeah. Because yeah. you're, you're so good at connecting. Um, but at the same time, Tell us how you're feeling before you go live sometimes. No, I feel anxious for sure. Um, especially when I do it on my live, my public profile, because I know anyone can see yeah. it. So it's a little bit nerve wracking, but I think it gets easier every time. Uh, the first time I did it, I was like pacing around in here. I was just like, all right, all right, all right, all right. I can do this. I can do this. And then like my heart's beating fast. And like, I can even see it when I watch the first one. I could see my like anxiety, but like it's slowly melted away after the yeah. first time. But yeah, like even if you guys are afraid to, um, to go live, like I would say go live into a group that you created that there's no one in just you yeah. and feel like, like feel that experience of hitting the button, like typing in your caption or your uh, description, hitting go live and then just do a live and then watch it back. And then you can like critique yourself and go, ah, oh, that was weird. Like, why did I say that? Or what, how come I keep like twitching or whatever it is? Uh -huh. And so you get better. Like I still to this day will watch like the first couple minutes of my lives because I'm always like critiquing myself and how I speak. Mm -hmm. Was I looking at the camera enough or was I recognizing people? Oh, I forgot to do that. So it's just constantly like, you're just getting better and better, better every time. Oh, that brings up a big question I've had for a long time. Like, do you try to look right into the lens when you're doing a live? Cause it's really hard for me on my Mac. Cause they're just little teeny, I can't even see the lens. And then, there's a screen where I'm like seeing me and my, my guests or whatever else is going on. What's your input on that? Yeah. I would say look into the lens is the best look thing. Look into the lens. Yeah. I think I need to put a pair of eyeballs right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I always look into the camera. Um, yeah. I mean, you, you, of course you're going to drift around and look and you're, when you're thinking you look around, but like for the yeah. most part, always make that eye contact with people. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. I'm going to have to do something. Maybe put somebody's face like right here. <laughs> right. Yeah. That'll help. <laughs> I'm you guys, I'm starting out. I'm just trying to learn this stuff. And obviously like I started this on my personal profile. Like I started, I did my first live ever and it was like nerve wracking. It still is nerve wracking. Um, but I've done it consistently over time. And that's really what matters when you're starting out and you're going to suck at first. And but that's okay. I mean, just know you can edit any post, like you can delete it or edit it or whatever, but I wouldn't take any of your old posts down. You need that as like, um, 
connection. People connect with you when you're like real, like, ah, oh, guys, I'm super nervous about this, but you know, don't worry about that. Just start, you know, and I'm, I want to become an influencer online. And so I'm, I'm studying, you know, I'm studying Kevin, I'm studying all these great, you know, thought leaders with online marketing and I'm just doing it. If you just like study, 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 and you don't actually put it into action, you're not really getting anywhere. You might feel like you're getting somewhere, but you don't want to get stuck in those learning patterns, spinning your wheels. So. Absolutely. I agree. But um, one thing I like to get into, um, and then we can wrap things up is, um, so you're a father, you're a husband. Um, I am too. I'm a father of four. I've got a 10 year old, eight year old, five year old, and a brand new baby girl. So, and I've got a wife that stays at home and she kind of contributes a little bit with, with our business and, but things are freaking hectic sometimes when you're an entrepreneur, solopreneur, uh-huh. address that. Can you kind of like give, I don't know, tell us what you, what, what your take is on that and how you, how you kind of manage it, I guess. Yeah, no, it's definitely hectic. Uh, most days, like there's not, there's hardly ever a day where I come into this office right here at eight o'clock and then I leave at five, like, and I get no interruptions. There's just <laughs> hey, 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 like, I got to take uh, one of the kids to soccer camp. I'll be right back. Can you hang out? Can you watch the other two? Or I'm going to put this kid down for a nap. Like, can you watch and keep an ear out for this, this kid? Or like, can you go to the grocery store? Like whatever it is, like, it's just constant. Um, but I heard um, uh, Alex Sharpen say this in one of his podcasts. And it's like, when you get frustrated or when you're, you know, your spouse or your significant other, like, pulls you away from work stuff. Like a lot of us want to immediately kind of get upset because they're like, they're taking away from our momentum, right? Like, Oh, mm-hmm. like dang it, I, this is my time. This is my eight to five. Like I got, I'm trying to like build this thing or I'm working or whatever. Cause I used to get really upset. Like, and I wasn't really always nice about it with my wife. And then I heard that and it was just like, you know, he, he said, um, momentum with your relationships is just important as momentum in your business. And he says, like, without relationships, obviously, like, why are you working? And then without, you know, yeah. vice versa. And so um, I started, it really started to, to hit home for me. So it's like whenever the, we do take those days off where we go to Disneyland for the day and I take the day off, like I'm, you know, I'm depositing into that, like, into that bank account of like, you know, relationships and like spending time with the family. And so you can't always be making momentum in your business. And so like, sometimes I'll stop what I'm doing. I'll go downstairs and I'll have lunch with my wife and I'll just like, you know, just, we'll just talk or whatever, you know? And so she like, she values that time I'm sure because she's getting my undivided attention. Cause during the day, like I, I usually like pretty much, I lock myself away. I'm like focused, you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, man cave. Yeah. And so it's a, uh, it's, an, it's important to them so that they feel valued and that they know that, you know, you're doing this for them. Right. And so stuff. Obviously, important. obviously it's a, it's a process that you've learned over time, but what are, what are some like little hacks that you can kind of share with that kind of help? Not that, not that you can manage it and not that you can like balance it. Who has balance in their life, especially as an entrepreneur, but what are some little hacks or, you know, pieces of advice that you could give, you know, the kind of person that's starting out? Um, for, you mean for people with like a family, just, just managing your family relationships while you're starting this crazy online business. Um, yeah, I think it's like, just what I said though. It's like, that's really the only hack. Like there's no, not really any like time hack. Like all we have is time. That's our most valuable asset. So mm-hmm. I think it's like making sure that you take care of those relationships while you're building the thing that you're building, like take some time, um, away, uh, to, you know, to, 
harness those relationships with, with whoever it is. But also another thing is, uh, one of my clients is Brendan Burchard and he teaches this. He says every, I think it's every 51 minutes, um, set a timer on your phone every 51 minutes to just stand up and just like do something else for like, oh, that's so hard for me to do. I need yeah, to do that. I've been trying to do that. Yeah. Cause I think it's one of the, the, the most uh, habits of highly successful people is taking a break for a minute and then coming back because it, it just changes. Like when you get out of your environment, go do some push-ups, go like fill the fridge with some waters or whatever you got to do. That's just something different. And then you come back and you just see things differently and it really does work. It's crazy. Like, cause I can be writing a script or something and I'm just, I just feel like I'm not thinking correctly. It's just because you're time um, for the break. It's time for a break. It's kind of like if you were to just, you know, you're just got the pedal to the metal in the car and you got, you know, full speed ahead. Eventually it's going to run out of gas. That's how we are as humans. Like you can't sit at this computer for 10 hours straight and think that you're just going to crush the day and you're going to do this thing. Um, you can, but it won't be as good as if you were to take a couple breaks. Like you got to like refresh the brain and just, you know what I mean? Get out of your environment and it really does make a difference. So that's one thing that I would say. Yeah, that's awesome. I really like that, that, you know, you guys, you, you're doing, you figure out your why. I mean, why you're doing this, why you're taking this risk or you're, you're starting something new, this side hustle, your why is usually wrapped around your relationships, your family. That's, a, that's the biggest thing. I mean, what you said with what Alex Sharfin said and that you're trying to incorporate that, that's huge. I mean, it's your family that, that means the most in life. Um, or your significant other, or, you know, for me, it's my kids. And yeah, that's good advice. I'll have to go check out. That was in a podcast interview with Alex Sharfin, huh? Yeah. I can't remember where it was, but it's okay. just all momentum, you know, momentum in your business, momentum in your family life. It's just, I'll, I'll have to check that out. A couple things I'm trying to do is like, I have first thing in the morning when I sit down, I write down all the things that I think I need to get done. And then I prioritize those and and make it like a top three or five things depending on how big they are. And then I just, I just go at it. And then another thing I'm trying to incorporate is like what you said, just set a timer and take a break. I live out in the woods here in in a country town in, in Idaho. And I can literally just go walk through the woods right out my front door. It's amazing. So sometimes I, I just try to force myself to do that, but it's hard. It's so hard when I'm in like the, I'm in the thick of it and I'm just, and I just get more frustrated and more frustrated. And so anyways, yep. that's a really big thing that I'm trying to incorporate. And then another thing is, I guess that goes along with time chunking. You heard a lot about time chunking. Um, maybe. Or time maybe. blocking. I guess I said it wrong. Like you give yourself two hours to work on something and then you move on to something, something different. Right. Right. So I try to do that. And then when I'm with my kids, I try to just like put the phone away. I try to, you know, when I'm, when it's family time, I try to like deep dive into family time and it's, it's working okay for me. I'm not perfect. Sometimes (laughs) I get those buzzes on my phone and I want to go check them out. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Of course. But anyways, yeah. I I actually, I actually will shut off my internet on my computer and I put my phone in airplane mode. If I'm like super intense on something, like I'll, I'll do that. And for me, it's editing because I can do good. that offline. I don't, I don't need the internet for that. I'll just be like, just jamming on something. Uh-huh. And then of course I'll pop my phone back on. It's like, vroom, vroom, vroom. <laughs> yeah. And then you go like down, down a 30 like minute. That. I didn't see that. It would have just totally screwed me up. Cause you will, you'll get a message where it's like a question from somebody and you know, it'll take up 15 minutes of your time or they need yep. something like, Hey, can you send me that one thing? And it's just like, you know, they can wait a couple hours. And so that, I'll, yeah. I, so you're right. I guess I do do time blocking. I just didn't know it. 
So I'll do that and then mm-hmm. get the thing done and then I'll move on. So, yep. Yeah. And especially for those out there that are working at like a normal nine to five and then they're trying a little side hustle there, you know, you have this passion project that you want to take full time sometime down the road, but you got to like, just give yourself like an hour at night and just eliminate all distractions and just tackle it with, with all of your intensity. So it's like, uh, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time, baby. One bite at a time, man. That's, That's it. it. So, yeah. That's how it works, you know? Start a business one bite at a time. If, you know, if, yep. if it's an hour that you can only put in every night, that's okay. Yep. And that, and that gets, gets in the next thing I wanted to cover is like overwhelm. Because when you're starting an online business, like you can get so flipping overwhelmed. So totally. what are, what are, how do you deal with your overwhelm, Kevin? Um, I think it's just, uh, I just make those to-do lists and I just put the most important items at the top. And I'm like, if I got these three things done today, would that be a, like a huge win for me moving into tomorrow? So it's like, you know, cause if you don't have a to-do list then you're just going to go at, go out your day and just like, you're just all over the place distracted. And so I'm not perfect either. There's some days where I do, I get messages, something happened, something broke client needs. I'm like, crap, like I have to fix something, whatever. And so but having that to-do list and know like, if I get these three things done, that's a huge success. Um, but backing up to like, we were talking about before, I think it's comparison. Like when you're, when you're doing that and you're, you know, taking the bite of the elephant one bite at a time and you're building the business, like just because you're going at a slow pace doesn't mean like there's anything wrong with that. Cause everyone like, don't compare yourself to the guy next to you. Maybe it's a guy that you went to college with or someone else in your family who's crushing it. Like, everyone's situation is different. Like I'm the same age as Russell Brunson. Like I could sit there and compare myself to him all day long. Right. He's what? 39 years old now. Like 39. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think he's going to be 40 this year or next year, but like I could sit there and compare myself to him, but like my story is just different. Like I, it's just everything that, you know, I went through along the way. It's different. Like my son has a high functioning autism. Right. And like, he's uh he's going to be nine this year. And like, he slows me down. Cause he's, he like requires a lot of like, um, attention and like there's struggles that we have at home with him. And so it's a constant battle. And like, so I have to, I work from home and like, I have to help my wife out when she needs help. And so like that slows down, like I have a little bit of like, you know, I got a ball and chain type of the thing behind me. That's, you know, it's slowing me down in the race, but you know what? It's different than like you compare yourself to a guy, like there's friends of mine who they don't have a wife or kids. They're my same age and they're just killing it. Like making hundred mm-hmm. grand a month. I can't sit there and compare myself to them because like they go home to their like little house that they own. And there's just total silence. There's no toys all over the floor. There's no kids running around poopy diapers to change. Yeah. There's, you know, so it's like, everyone's got a different journey and, and they're in a different spot. So don't compare yourself to other people. Cause it's just not, it's not fair. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we really, we all need to really just, um, just really understand that our journey is different and, you know, your, your experiences in life, you know, the things that you've gone through in your life, they really help you become the person you are now. Yep. And, you know, I've learned to take the things that I hate the most in my past and I've learned to just like love them and look at them as my biggest blessings because, they helped me gain that empathy to connect with that other person in that level that someone else would never be able to. Right. Yep. So absolutely. No, I'm, I'm definitely, uh, 
I don't take for granted the fact that my son has those challenges and it's, it's definitely shaped me and my wife into different people where when we go out and we see like maybe someone else's kid is throwing a tantrum and they're seven or eight years old and they're on the floor kicking and screaming. Like I look at that situation, some people might look at it and go, God, those parents need to get a handle on that kid. But you don't know, like you don't they know don't what the situation is. Like my, my son will throw a fit in a restaurant sometimes and he'll like flip chairs over. And some people do look at us like that and they're like, God, what are these parents doing? They need to give that kid a good whacking, uh-huh. you know, but it's <laughs> like, I'm like, don't even like, you don't know what we're going through. Like you don't understand. Yeah. They, they, kids who have those challenges, they don't, they just do things that you can't, you can't stop them from doing those, those things. And so, um, yeah. So anyways, definitely it's, um, the judgment level is really low over here on my end. Like I got, like everyone's got their struggles um, so yeah. <laughs> and then I can totally tell that Kevin, I just, I mean, I've never met you in person, but I mean, I've seen all your videos and I've seen, you know, you've been introduced to me. We've chatted a little bit on, you know, Facebook, but dude, you're a very genuine, amazing person. I highly look up, up to you. And I mean, you got huge things in store for you, brother. I don't Thank know you. if you can feel it, but like you've got huge things coming and, uh, you're already doing huge things and I really appreciate you really appreciate the value that you bring into our world with your authenticity, authenticity and, and your genuine, you know, connection ability to connect with people. So thank you, man. I appreciate I, that. You're welcome, man. Um, I think that's about it. Um, guys, if you want to go check out Kevin's stuff, it's amazing. You have to go and check out his course. I'm going to say it again here. It's, where is it? So I got it on my other screen here. <laughs> it's video bootcamp.com forward slash free training. If you just go this one thing and implement what he says, you will become 10 steps ahead to where, of where you are right now with your, with your ability to connect with an audience through your ads and your Facebook lives and whatever you're trying to do seriously. And uh, you know, he's got some other courses he's working on and you're going to see him. And he's going to become an amazing sensation online, I've got a feeling. So um, go check it out, guys. Go grab your, your spot. So, But that's, that's all I've got, guys. Um, thank you so much, Kevin, for being on with me. I really appreciate it. It's an honor. Um, and guys, like, as I, I try to wrap up everyone is, or every one of these episodes is, if you want to be more, if you want to do more, and if you want to give more, you've got to grow more. Okay. That's the only way you've got to grow more. You got to put yourself into uncomfortable situations until you're comfortable in those things. You got to always be pushing yourself. So if you know that you should be doing more in your life and you feel this whisper in the back of your head saying you can do way more than this nine to five crap job that you hate. And you, you figured out this little passion project you want to start working on, get going on it. Start try, try learning from guys like Kevin who can teach you how to speed up that process to do what you want to do online, whatever it is. Okay. So, um, that's all I've got today, today, guys. Thanks again, Kevin. And you guys have a great day. Take care.